Welcome to the Accra Community Church Podcast. As you listen to God's word today, may it become for you fresh water for your thirsty soul, give you hope to cope, and wisdom to thrive, excel, and become everything God says you are. God bless you as you listen to today's sermon. Thank God for this beautiful morning. I read a few scriptures. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that's carried along the ground. Then God said, look, I have given you every seed bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. Genesis chapter two, verse seven and eight. So let me read from verse six. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, Neither wild plants nor grass were growing unto the earth. For the Lord God had not sent rain to water the earth. And there were no people to cultivate their soil. Instead, springs came in from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had made. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. It's another morning and we are grateful to you for bringing us together. We thank you for your love and your care for us. We thank you that you are God in all things. We give you praise for this morning. As we study your word, we pray that you speak to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Last week, we looked at the attributes of God. We saw who God is. We studied the Bible to know that God is the creator of all things. We saw God to be all-powerful, all-knowing, holy. We saw many attributes. We saw God to be a spirit. Some of the attributes we did not look at, because as we go along, we will see more of that, is that God is love. 
and he's the all-wise God. And God is just. Today, we're going to study about man versus Satan. Two created beings that crowned God's creation. And we're going to look at their differences and the purpose for which God created both. So in Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2, as we have read, we saw God creating man. God created the man on the sixth day as the crowning of all his creation. After all that God has made, we saw the six days, I mean, when we read the Bible from Genesis 1, we saw in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness covers the face of the deep. That was the situation of the earth. Then God spoke. And we see the earth as we see it today being brought forth. After God has created the whole earth, the final thing God created on the sixth day was man. And when God was creating man, he said, let us make man in our own image. I hope I can take this mark off. That's enough social distance. <laughs> God said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness. So God made man to be a replica of him. But then, man was made to rule in this earth. Last week, we saw that God is a spirit. So in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, we saw the process of the creation of man. First, it was clay, taken from the earth. Then there was the breath of life from God put into the clay. And the Bible says, and man became a living soul. When we read Genesis chapter 9, it tells us about the soul. It tells us about the flesh, the life. It says that the life of every flesh is in the blood. So God introduced something into the creation of man, which is blood. That makes man unique and different from all the other living things in the heavenly beings. I mean, all the heavenly beings that God has created before. We'll look at more into this. But God created man. The Bible says that he gave him dominion, total authority over his creation, over the heavens and the, and the earth that God has created. God gave man total dominion, control it. The Bible says that, and God created a garden in the east of Eden. And then God placed the man in this garden. So we are trying to get the picture of God's creation and his purpose for man. First, there was creation, which had darkness. God spoke light and started recreating everything again. After recreation, we see God creating man as the last being or the last thing God created, the crowning of creation. Then he gave him dominion. So he made him to be like him. He gave him dominion to control what he, God, has created. Then God created a garden and placed the man in this garden. 
And then God gave the man his word. Control everything. Be fruitful. Be multiplied. Replenish the earth. Control it. Then in the garden, the Bible says that there were two trees. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the tree of life. Placed in the garden of Eden. And God told the man, freely eat everything plants, everything that I have planted, all the things in the garden is for you. But there is one which is forbidden. The tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't eat it. That is where we normally have questions. Why would God create that tree at all? Why should he place it in the garden? Why should there be a tree that would be a temptation? Why didn't God create a man who cannot be tempted. Let's go to Genesis, um, Ezekiel chapter 28 from verse 11. We read about another being. Ezekiel 28 from verse 11 to 19. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation Upon the king of Tyros, and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Thou sealest up the psalm. This is what the Lord says You served as my model, my example of complete wisdom and perfect beauty. You used to be in Eden. God's paradise. You wore precious stones for clothing. Ruby topaz, diamond, beryl, onyx, jasper, sapphire, and carbuncle. Your settings were crafted in gold along with your engravings. On the day of your creation, they had been prepared. You were the anointed cherub, having been set in place on the holy mountain of God, you walked in the midst of fiery stones. You were blameless in your behavior from the day you were created until wickedness was discovered in you. Since your vast business dealings filled you with violent intent from top to the bottom, you sinned. So I cast you away as defiled from the mountain of God. I destroyed you, you guardian cherub, from the midst of the fairy stones. Your heart grew arrogant because of your beauty. You annihilated your own wisdom because of your splendor. Then I threw you to the ground in the presence of kings, giving them a good look at you. By all your iniquity and unrighteous business, do you defile your sanctuaries. So I'm going to bring out fire from within you and burn you to ashes on the earth before the whole watching world. Everyone who knows you throughout all the nations will be appalled at your calamity and you will no longer exist forever. Amen. An interesting being that God created. 
God is telling us about another creature. Lucifer. The King James called him in the in Isaiah 14. He says, Lucifer. Isaiah 14, 12. We can read it later on. But here we are seeing another being. Similar to man, this being was created by God. Now last week we saw that God created the world or God existed far, far, far because he had, there was no limit of time on God. We can't know how long it took after creating angels and all other beings before creating man. But from this reading and from the Bible, we know that God created hosts of angels. The Bible says millions of them with different roles and duties. And one of those angels that God created is Lucifer. The Bible says that God anointed Lucifer, which means he was appointed for a special role, a guardian role. He was a cherub which means he's one of the angels that stand by the throne of God. And the Bible says he had a special position before he was created. Music, wisdom, so many other creative abilities were created in him. It was part of him. So as of today, Lucifer who has become Satan have all those attributes. Wise, very smart, beauty, Wisdom, music, all that, it still exists because he was created with it. It is part of him when he was created. But it is corrupted because of what we have just read. So, Satan was created by God. He was given a special position to be one of the angels by God's throne. He was appointed to oversee God's mountain and was placed in a garden called Eden. This is before the physical world was created. Amen. This was the position that God placed the special angel, anointed angel, special. Among all the angels, there are two groups of angels that the Bible has mentioned, the seraphims and the cherubims. And he is one of the cherubims, which is the highest ranking angels. And for the spirit beings that God created, there is authority, power, dominions, rulers. So there is hierarchy. And he's among the top hierarchy. But this angel was not satisfied. Take note, it is a created being. He is not the creator. God created Lucifer. He had no role in creation. But because he was created special, given special attributes, special position, Satan felt that he must be equal to God. So Isaiah chapter 14 from verse 12 tells us that he told himself, I want to sit where God sits. I want to be like God. I want to be worshipped. Everything that is connected to who God is, I want to be. And the Bible says, because of that, he was cast out of his position. After this angel has been overthrown and lost his position, 
years later, because there is no time, God at one point decided to create another being. Also a created being. Also anointed. Also special. Also placed in charge of what God has created. Everything that God has created, placed in charge of it. And then placed in Eden, the special garden. Because the garden that existed in the spiritual realm, God has recreated it in the physical. And has placed this special man called Adam. Because the difference between Lucifer and Adam is that Adam has a physical part. He was taken out of the dust. Lucifer is a spirit being. He had no contact or rule or right in this physical earth. For man to be able to own this earth and control it, God took him out of the earth and gave him that spiritual part of the breath of life. Man became a living soul and given the right to own the earth. The loser, which is Satan, the devil, came to man in the garden. And he said, you know what? I have a deal for you. You know, in this garden, there is the tree of life. But he didn't mention it. Because he came to deceive. The Bible says in um, John chapter 8 that he's a liar. And when he speaks lies, he's speaking his native language. That is what he's used to. Nobody can lie better than him. That is his native language. He created it. So he came to the garden and told man, if you want to be like God, which man was already. Man was already like God. Satan wanted to be like God and was thrown out. Man was like God. Satan came in and challenged man's identity. Who are you? You are not like God. He says you are like him, but you are not. If you really want to be like him, do what I did. The tree of knowledge of good and evil. Rebel. And you will be like God. Man chose to obey Satan instead of God. Amen. This is where we find ourselves. Man was given a free will. I mentioned here that God is just. The justice of God demands that every sin be punished. Satan sinned and was cast out of the garden. Man must be given equal opportunity, just like Satan, for justice to prevail. For Satan not to have any right, the Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren. For Satan not to have the right to accuse God falsely, we saw what he did. He went to God and said, and God asked, have you seen Job? Because he knew Satan was scheming about Job. And quickly, he had planned his charge sheet already. It is because you have given him everything he needs and you are protecting him. 
if you should set him loose and I confront that man, you will realize that there is no one who wants to worship you. But Job stood the test. Amen. Job proved to the devil that not everybody is ungrateful. Not everybody wants to have life outside God. So Satan had always wanted to prove to God that you don't deserve to be God. I deserve better to be God. God has given Satan that opportunity to prove himself. But man failed the test. Man surrounded the authority and the power that God gave to him, to Satan. The Bible says that the one you choose to obey, you become servant to that person. So man chose to obey Satan and lost the position that God has given to him. Brethren, we're here because one of the big challenges of this world, as I mentioned last week, is identity. Most of the struggles that man goes through is the question of who am I? But when we reconnect to God, like Job did, when we stand on our grounds and trust who God is, Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth. Yes, I'm going through so much that I can't understand. Even my friends who are believers in God just like me, believe that no good person can suffer. But Job understood that this life is temporary. It's just a face. Because we are made to live permanently. And so this is just a face we are going through. So he said, I know my Redeemer liveth. And on the last day, he will stand. And in my own flesh, after I have died, in my own flesh again, I will see the Lord. Man lost that authority because we wanted to be like God, what we are already. But thanks be to God that when he created man, because he is all-knowing, he knew that sin would enter into this world. He knew that Satan would come after us. He knew that no spirit can die for Satan, who is also a spirit, because spirits don't die. In his wisdom, he made man in such a way that he is both spiritual and physical. And man had a soul and has blood. And the life of man was in the blood. So God in his wisdom has created in man, man such a way that man can be redeemed. Unlike Satan who cannot be redeemed, man can be redeemed. The Bible says that after they have sinned, God came into the sin. Man tried to use temporary means to solve his exposure to nakedness, to the loss of God's glory. For Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But Bible says that God made a promise to them. The woman that has been deceived, the seed of that woman, 
will crush the head of the serpent. Amen. By God's love, he has made provision for us. And that provision is in the Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's pray. We thank you, Father, for your love for us, for creating this beautiful world for which we had no part, yet you gave it all for us. And when we lost it, you still gave us this chance of sending your only begotten son to die for us. We thank you for this gift of life. We thank you for this gift of restoration. We thank you that by the death of Christ, Satan is rendered powerless. Whatsoever he had taken from us is restored back to us. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's sermon. If it blessed you, share it with a friend. For more information on how to fellowship with Accra Community Church, visit our website, www.accrachurch.org. God bless you.